Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. My next guest is a long overdue one. Joe Lynham was appointed News Talk Business Editor back in January, and we're only getting round to talk to him now. Joe's lived a fascinating career reporting on some of the biggest business stories of our time. He joins me now for a chat about his life and times, and also we might chat a little bit about the current state of the economy. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Bobby, and delighted to finally make it on the show, and I'm sorry that I couldn't do it any earlier. No problem. This is a big honour, you know, and we've a lot to talk about. So let me tell, let me start, Joe, if we would, with uh, you, you've many stellar years at the BBC. How did you get that job 20-odd years ago in the BBC? Um, I did what I didn't think was possible. I applied for an ad which was placed in the Guardian newspaper at the end of the year 2000. And I, you know the way I, I kind of assumed that those jobs were kind of preordained or someone had already you know, been earmarked yeah. for it. And um, I threw my hat in the ring. I was in. Uh, I, I wasn't holding very many cards, Bobby, because I was a technology journalist just as the dot com was becoming the dot bomb. I'm sure right. you remember the I year do. 2000 and how the, the 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 bottom fell out of the market entirely. So I was an expert, supposedly in a field which was suddenly rapidly out of fashion. And I also had a mortgage in uh, County Wicklow, which focuses the mind, as you can imagine. So I applied for as many things as I possibly could. Saw this advert, um, applied in January 2001. I was amazed when they called me for an interview. Flew over uh, at the end of January, I didn't tell a single person other than my sister because I was going to stay on her sofa, uh, who she was already living in, in Ealing. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my long term girlfriend. I didn't tell any of my mates simply because I had such low expectations, Bobby. Right. So I went over, did what I thought was a car crash interview. <laughs> Absolute death in front of me and and I got back, I remember getting back on the tube to Heathrow Airport saying well I'm going to mentally write that off and How did you get I it so been, wrong? What was so bad about the interview? Well, do you know what when they offered me the job when he uh, when they offered me the job let's say uh 3 weeks later whatever it was um first of all half my body fainted uh, I kind of <laughs> felt in the middle of a lobby somewhere in Dublin and um, when they offered me a job and I said, can you send me a written proof of that? Because, you know, the way you're, you're sceptical right up to the point that you get something in writing. Um, and they sent it. Then I said to him, do you mind me asking, why did you give me the job? Because I thought I died in front of you, you know, three weeks ago. And he said, to be fair, um, you have a much broader CV than just pure, pure business journalism. In other words, I had run a chain of pubs in Germany. I had sold MDF in Holland and I had run a local development organization in Arklow. I was the would be the only business journalist in the BBC. Who knew anything about had, business? Who knew anything about business? <laughs> yeah, so and was Bobby, I don't need to tell you hiring and firing is is a very, you know, fraught line of business. You gotta hire the right people and you don't want to fire anybody, but you have to. Joe, can and, we talk uh, can we talk a bit what? about the big stories? Uh, I, I'm, one I'm particularly interested in. Yeah, it's said that Lynham was widely credited with breaking the news that Ireland was in talks with the IMF and the EU to get a bailout loan in November 2010. Now, I remember this day well because Mr. Chopra and his colleagues walked across the top of St. Stephen's Green and there was an insomnia cup in the photograph 
that was on the front the page yes of the Irish Times and so tell me about your involvement in that because there was government ministers live on radio at the time who didn't know what was happening as the IMF walked across the top of Stephen's Green well, or else they did know and pretended not to. I think you probably remember uh, two ministers. Uh, was it Noel Dempsey and Dermot Ahern? To my um, knowledge, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, uh, I don't know anything about any talks. I don't want anything about that. And that was the Monday. I broke the story on the Saturday. Um, and it was flatly denied by the Irish government. And they then briefed against me to the Sunday Independent. So the front page of the Sunday Independent uh, said the BBC, uh, Cowan denies... BBC quote when not whether as in when we would be getting a bailout rather than whether and um, uh, I have that now framed in my front room I'm very proud of that um, <laughs> as I have the they, one with the poor beggar man and the insomnia cup it's one of my yeah, favourite photographs that, I, yes and it's a very very symbolic photograph and um, it tells such a story in one picture um, and I hope that guy who had that cup in his hand I hope he's okay And I he hope is he, and I've seen him recently you know he's still he's still there I saw him about, and I often give him a few quid, but he's still there to this day. Would you believe that? Yeah. I wouldn't believe that. That's, that's pretty sad, really. Of course it is. On, the, the man is still there, and I don't know what his circumstances are, but uh, it, was, it was a symbolic photograph. Uh, now, Chopra and his gang, uh, and Chopra, by the way, is a really polite uh, Indian gentleman, really nice guy. Um, he was kind of sent in a week after this story uh, was uh, was broken and I remember Honahan, uh, Patrick Honahan, the head of the Central Bank of Ireland at the time, uh, after four days of flat denials by the then government, uh, the two Bryans, um, uh, they, Honahan went on Morning Ireland, That's right, right. station, sorry, sorry about that, and said, indeed we are in talks and indeed we will be getting a huge bailout. And everything changed. I went from, oh my God, because I'd been leaned on I went from, oh, my God, what the hell is going on? And, you know, you start doubting your sources, Bobby. I mean, journalism is a, is a fraud business, but my sources were so senior and so high up that I believed in myself. But you start even doubting your own words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Honahan um, uh, went on Morning Ireland on the Thursday morning and said, indeed, we will be getting a bailout. And I remember getting a, a phone call from my dad who was dying of cancer. And it was very emotional because he had, you know, people were asking him, what the hell is your son doing? What the hell is your son saying? And uh, the poor man was dead a month later. And it was very emotional. It's still emotional for me to even talk about it now, how he was vindicated, at least, in trusting his own son and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that, I will never forget that that fortnight. It, the whole thing about, you know, good business investigative journalism, Joe, is that is that nose for the story. It's something you either... You either have or you... I'm not sure it's something you can learn. You, you're you're naturally inquisitive and you want to get to the bottom of things, yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, my, my advice to uh, young journalists who want to get into the trade is, uh, first of all, don't expect to make a load of money. Yeah. Uh, and s second of all, if you're not interested in people and you're not interested in asking them questions rather than you just rabbiting on about stuff, you shouldn't consider journalism. Yeah. Journalism is about asking questions listening, watching, looking for the non-verbal signals and the, uh, questions and being interested in people, I think, is at the heart of what we do and journalism. And thank God, Bobby, we live in a free and open democracy where you can annoy people and you can call them up and you can print whatever you think is, uh, is a, an accurate reflection of the story. Like spare a thought for the journalists in Russia right now. 
Yeah. And spare a thought for those in the Middle East who there's no such thing as proper journalism there. Um, so we are lucky that we live in a free and open democracy whereby journalists can hold people of power and governments and corporates to, to, to account. Just just talking generally then, Joe, I just said I'd give your, ask you your views on the, maybe on the current inflation, uh, which is looks like to be a runaway train when you look at what's happening in Ukraine and you look at what's happening with supply chains across the world, it's all pointing one way, isn't it? Look, the darkest part of the night is just before the dawn. Um, We are in a pretty deep inflationary spiral at the moment, but we went into it quickly, and I'd be optimistic that we could come out of it quickly. Um, We are at at, at a nadir, uh, whereby, you know, a lot of people are weaning themselves off very suddenly, Russian oil and gas, especially gas. And at the same time, even before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, there was a supply chain issue which was pushing up prices and oil was going up anyway. Um, I would be a little bit optimistic that it is peaking right now and that as we wean ourselves off Russian gas and as we make the investments uh, we need to do and as we look for different sources of energy, by the autumn, things will look a little bit better. Um, now, I've no proof for that, but that's my experience. And I've only been in journalism 25 years and following business news for 25 years. And that's my estimation that things will ease off a bit in the autumn. Now, in the meantime, in the intervening six months, people will feel the pain when they go shopping, when they buy anything, uh, they will feel the pain. And it's uh, I can't I can't advise anyone other than, you know, gosh, it's a it's a, it's a very worrying time. Okay, well, look, it's been great to catch up with you and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person soon. Um, But uh, thanks for uh, your contribution this morning. Good to hear those stories and uh, good to to hook up with you, Joe, and we'll talk to you again. I hope so, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.